0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Amy Campbell is with me today on the show because Amy was diagnosed with um, functional neurological disease back in 2017 and it's a condition that's left her paralysed in three limbs. She's appealing for more help, more state support and campaigning for others who are living with the condition as well. Amy, can you take us back first of all and just tell us a little bit about your diagnosis and how that came about?
1: Yeah, of course. So... Um, as you said, I was diagnosed in t- 2017. Um, so basically what FND is, um, it's like a miscommunication between the brain and the nervous system. So it's a bit like um, a computer hardware. The hardware is perfect, so my brain looks perfect, but actually there's a problem with the software. So like there's a problem with the functioning of the, of the brain. And
0: how does that affect you, Amy?
1: So I am paralyzed in both legs and my left arm. Um, I have no, like I have a bit of a swallow, but like I have swallow difficulties. So I can't eat or drink. So I have a feeding tube. Um, And then I'm also, I also have a catheter because I have problems with my bladder and retention and all that kind of stuff in the urine department. Then I also have seizures as well. So there's quite a bit, <laughs>
0: yeah. and 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 prior to to 2017, t- to your diagnosis, Amy, w- like w- was it always like that, or is it a condition that, is, that has you know progressed over the years?
1: Yeah, so um, I wasn't born with FND. Um, it just kind of came out of the blue in 2017. Um, a couple of years before that, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. So they kind of think that there may be a trigger there, like the Crohn could have triggered the FND to start. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like a relapse and remission illness. So I will get better, and then I'll have a flare up again. Um, but at the moment, I've I'm in my worst flare up I've ever had. So, and it's lasting quite a long time as well. So
0: yeah, and and and. It must have been very difficult for you, Amy, just personally, when you got that diagnosis. And, and the fact that I suppose your condition has progressed and, and deteriorated over the years.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Like, it, it's hard physically like to be like this, but it, it's also quite hard to be, like, mentally as well, because you're kind of, you're willing yourself to get better, but your brain's just not cooperating. So
0: were you always paralysed in three limbs, Amy?
1: No so when I first was diagnosed in 2017 it was actually all four of my limbs Um, but I had loads of physio and everything for four months and it kind of it came back and I was pretty much nearly back to normal like people wouldn't have noticed you know that I was I had this condition Um, so it's really only since July 2023 that I'm paralyzed in the three limbs and Unfortunately, there's been no, no sign of it coming back yet.
0: So right now, where are you living, Amy? Where have you been living for the last while?
1: Uh, so I live with my mum and dad um, in Tully Allen in County Loud.
0: And have you been in hospital for a period of time?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I was in hospital there from July to right up till November. Um November just gone, so I was there for a good four months. Yeah,
0: and you you were in hospital. Um, was that just for for treatment?
1: Yeah. So basically, because like my FND is quite severe, um, I needed to go in to have the feeding tube put in, and then I needed to have extensive physio and like just different kind of things like that. And then I also um, get a lot of infections with my bladder, so needed antibiotics and all that kind of thing. It just took quite a while to get everything kind of sorted. And then the hope was that when I'd go home, then I would have that bit of support with the health, the home care. Um, but Unfortunately, that hasn't happened.
0: And and was that because you're living, as you say, at home with your with your folks in in Louth? But was the home care to allow you live independently?
1: Um, kind of, but basically, um, here in my house it's very busy, <laughs> so we have like my two nieces, Freya and Millie, they to be here with my mum while my sister works. Um, so then it was it's more to kind of help my mom sort of you know like it's very hard to lift me and all that kind of thing and then it's very hard for me as well to get about because I'm I'm kind of worrying about the my nieces and stuff and they need more attention than I do you know and so yeah it's it's quite difficult because it's very busy in the house and then obviously I'm, I'm I'm a heavy like I'm a grown adult so I'm heavy to move about.
0: What age are you, Amy?
1: I'm 28.
0: So you, when you were released from, or discharged, I should say, apologies from Beaumont Hospital last November, you went back home to your parents, you're living with them. And then during that time, you applied to the HSE for for care support. Is that right? Yes.
1: Yeah, so while I was in Beaumont, before I left, um, my social worker in Beaumont um, sent off a referral letter for me to be referred for home care package support, um, but unfortunately the HSE have turned it down, um, and they have said that because um, I'm not under sixty five and FND doesn't meet their list of criteria, um, that I'm I'm not entitled to any home support.
0: Sorry, because so. you're, because you're not sixty five.
1: Yeah, because I'm under sixty five. So, so
0: you have to wait what thirty odd years
1: yep. before Basically, you'll be? In. Yeah, yeah, because because FND isn't on their list of criteria for people under sixty five. Then I don't qualify to get any help. So,
0: Amy, you're you've been left paralysed in three limbs, and you don't qualify for help.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have had um, TDs onto the case there. So we're hoping that something will come out of it. Um, it uh, um, It was raised in the doll last week as well. So I'm really hopeful that something will come out of it, you know. And I kind of, I want to get it changed for everybody, you know, not just for myself. So hopefully that will happen.
0: You must have been very disappointed, Amy, when you got that rejection letter to say you didn't qualify.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's a big kind of blow because, you know, when you're, when you're leaving hospital, you're reassured that you're going to have all the support that you need. But then when you actually go out to the community, it's not the same, you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult, I have to say. <laughs>
0: And you're not even like you're not even looking for independent living, or you know somebody that would allow you to live independently. This is somebody to to come in for an hour or two or a few hours during the day to your home house to to help yeah. you and your parents.
1: Yeah. So all I'm looking for is just an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening, Monday to Friday. Not even at the weekends because, um, you know, like my parents aren't at work at the weekend so I have that bit more support like at the weekend so I, ju- I just need Monday to Friday that's all.
0: And it, it, it's not the case that you know, which we've heard many other stories before people looking for care supports that you know, sometimes they've been granted that but it's just maybe that it can be difficult for the HSE or outside agencies um, to, to maybe have the staff to to, yeah. to fulfil those hours. It's that you actually don't qualify and you're not being granted yeah. it.
1: No, I'm not being granted it at all. Um now um because I've had to take to social media to get my story out just, you know, to try and get some kind of help, um the HSE have come back and they have just said that they're going to reassess the situation. So I'm very hopeful, but you know, we can't I can't take that for granted. And when did they say that, Amy? Uh just last week or the week before. Okay. I think it was the week before last week. So,
0: so you're hopeful. You're so uh, you're praying, basically, Amy, that there'll yeah. be some change. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like they said, even if they do approve it, they don't know if any care agencies will even be able to come out, as as you said, staff problems and stuff. So.
0: So that's another uh, hurdle you have to try and overcome.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm still kind of left in the dark, you know, but I, I have a bit of hope there. <laughs>
0: You're very positive Amy, aren't you?
1: I can be. Um <laughs> Yeah. No, you're <laughs> Most very days positive, I am, but you know, I, I do I definitely do have my bad days. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, look, I I think anybody listening to this today, Amy, would you know, would, would be hoping that you'll you will get something. Um at least even just as you say, an hour in the morning to yeah. help give you a hand and, and, and your parents too. Um it was raised by in the doll by some TDs, is that right last week the issue?
1: Yeah. So um T D Fergus O'Dowd from Louth, he raised the issue in Éireann last Thursday. Um and um, I think it was Mary Butler had said had asked him to send over my details. So I haven't heard anything just yet, but hopefully maybe this week I might hear something.
0: What would you say to the minister and the HSEME if they were listening to you now today?
1: Um, I would just say like, you know, the world that we live in nowadays is all about inclusion and diversity and, you know, independence. But how, how can I be independent and how can I have a life if I don't have the support that should be there for me you know it's kind of like I'm being punished for being
0: ill I think that's a very fair point Amy look do keep in touch with us and let us know if you if you hear anything back we'll certainly uh, get in contact with the HSE for you as well um, and see if there is any update but I, I wish you the best of luck and thanks for joining us today
1: Thank you very much
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan